Shomalechem Rabotai. It is the 28th of Av. This is Rabbi Kovacs. And the Mishnah Yomi today is beginning Maaser Sheni. Having just finished Masrot, which dealt with the first tithe, we're now in Maaser Sheni, the second tithe, and related topics. Just to recap, the tithing schedule for produce in Eretz Yisrael was 2% was Truma Gedola, went to the Kohen. 10% of the remainder was Maser Rishon, which went to the Levium. And now we're dealing with Maser Sheni, an additional 10%, which in most years we'll see is taken to Yushalayim. But in years three and six of the Shemitah cycle, the seven-year sabbatical cycle, was Maser Ani, went to the poor people. So it is fun to note from a bookkeeping perspective that really the effective tax rate, you could call it, that the Torah imposes on produce, it's really about 12% in most years um, because Meiser Sheni is yours, belongs to the owner to be taken to Yushalayim and eaten there by the owner, or we're going to see an option is to redeem it onto Kesef, onto silver coinage, and take that money to Yushalayim to buy produce there. In years three and six, the effective tax rate is about 21%. So pretty uh, just interesting from a financial taxation kind of perspective. So Perik Aleph Mishnah Aleph begins, Master Sheni, the second tithe, in Mochinoto, you cannot sell it. In Mimashkanin Oto, you can't use it as collateral, as Mashkan. In Machlifin Oto, you can't use it in trade or barter. Below Shoklin Kenegado, you don't weigh against it, as in you don't put Maeser Sheni on one side of the scale to weigh against weights on the other side of the scale. It looks kind of disrespectful, it looks like a transaction. Below Yomar Adam Lechaver Bushalayim, a person can't say to his fellow, even in Yerushalayim, Heloch Yayin, here's some of my wine, Vatenli Shemin, trade me for oil. You might have thought since you can buy Maeser Sheni, using Meiser Shani redeemed money in your Shalim, you could just trade it back and forth uh, commercially as a transaction. Nope, no transactions. And other fruits, even the, those that are rabbinically Meiser, not uh, Meiser on a Torah level, not a Deraisa. But you can give it to people freely as a free gift. You could invite someone to a Suda and you can serve him your Meiser Shani. That's a gift. It's not a barter, it's not an exchange, it's for free. Mishnah Bet, Maser Behema, tithe of animals, who would also take 10% of the animal crop born that year. In Mochrin Oto, Tamim Chai, you can't sell it when it's unblemished and alive. The reason being, when it's Tam, it's unblemished, it's a carbon. The Maser Behema is brought to you, Shalayim, to be eaten by the owner as a carbon. Of course, some of the parts will go to the Kohanim that are there. Most of it goes to the owner. Uh, and if it's a Balmum, it has a blemish, so that can't be a carbon, whether it's alive or shechted. And you cannot use it to do Kiddushin to betroth a woman. So under the chuppah, instead of giving her a ring, you can't give her a Maiser Behema animal. The reason being, like we saw in Mishnah Aleph, this is a transactional nature. It's trying to exchange value, trying to get a Shavapruta out of this animal, which is a Miser animal, has Kedushas Miser. 
Habachor, I know, Bachor is a firstborn animal. It's, uh, it's similar to Miser, but it's actually the firstborn Petzarechem of this animal. Mochrin oto tamim chai. He could sell it when it's unblemished and alive. Now, this is the Kohen who can sell it. The Bachor has to go to the Kohen. And this Mishnah is talking about Bismanazeh when he cannot bring it in Yerushalayim as a carbon. We're hopeful, we're hopeful that soon we can bring our carbon Bachor in Yerushalayim, but for the time being, uh, the Kohen might have financial rights in it, but he cannot bring it as a carbon just yet. So hold on to your Bachors, Kohanim. But since the Kohen owns it, the Torah gives him a financial stake in the Bachor, the Kohen is allowed to sell it, even if it's unblemished. And he could sell it if it's Balmum, whether it's still alive or it's shechted. And since the Torah gives it to him, he can do Kedushin on a woman with this Bechor. So he could use the Bechor under the Chubbah. Fine. The Mishnah continues, we are not Mechalo Meiser Sheni on an Asimon. Now, you might remember if you were in Eretz Yisrael, like, oh man, like 20 years ago, they had an Asimon for the payphones. Asimon means a token. Here it means an unminted coin. Back then it was a token. It, it looked like a coin, but it had a hole in the middle and a slot in the bottom half to fit into the payphones. That was the old Asimon. Velo alamatbea, and not on a coin, she'eno yotze, that doesn't go out. Meaning it's not yotze in trade. You can't use it because it's, it's, it's not legal currency. It's not legal currency of uh, the country you're in. So maybe it's in someone's collection, but it's not in circulation. It needs some, to be something that's actually in circulation. And not on money that's not in his rishus right now. So if he has this coin collection of valid circulating coins, but it's in another city or something like this, he can't redeem his Meister Shani onto that money. Now recall the Torah. Coming, this is a preview of coming attractions in two days in Re'eh. When you read of Meister Shani, the Torah gives you the ability if Yerushalayim's far away or there's a lot, you know, it's heavy produce, there's a lot of produce to redeem it onto money. But it has to be Tzartza Kesev. Tzartza Kesev the Gemara learns out it has to be a minted coin in circulation with inherent value. So sorry, guys, no Bitcoins or NFTs to redeem your, or even greenbacks to redeem your, uh, your Meister Shady has to be actual, um, inher- has an inherent value. And you could bring that to Yerushalayim and then you spend it in Yerushalayim on, on the food there, which then has the Kedusha of Meister Shady eaten in Yerushalayim. So... Shkoyach, I'm beginning, Meiser Shani.